So, good afternoon, uh, Mr. Knight. How are we? I'm very well, thank you. And to all of our listeners and viewers, good evening, good morning, uh, good lunchtime, good midnight, whenever you're listening to us. And <laughs> they're insomniacs. They're trying to put yourself to sleep. <laughs> I can understand. You know what? We should rebrand this as the world's best sleep aid. Um, that's it. There's a, there's anyway, how are you, Mr. Huxtable? You you look I, well. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you very much. I'm okay. There's lots of horrible stuff going on in the world, but you know there we is. need to keep our chin up. Um, and uh, whilst there's awful things going on in Eastern Europe, and how awful that is for, for all those terrible things that are going on, and those um, innocent people, uh, we've got to uh, we've got to keep going, haven't we? We've got to keep focused. And um, so I think it's a, a a great opportunity for us to chat about um what you want because it's kind of this is your kind of uh call today isn't it because you've been interviewing somebody it is absolutely yeah i think that the the idea is quite an interesting one because um during the lockdowns of the pandemic which seemed a long time ago now even though it's still all going on and other stuff's happening it means that change is always constant and and one of uh, the great businesses within the southwest in bath actually opened up during the middle of uh, a large amount of change during the pandemic they actually decided this is a great time to start a new business and we're not going to do that just online the way you think we might. No, no, we're going to open up a face-to-face -face visitor attraction in Bath. Yes, that's right. It's the Mary Shelley's House of Frankenstein. <laughs> that's my it's Frankenstein me. laugh. I don't so, want that. So, so was it was it John Ducker you were interviewing? What does John do there? That's right. Well. John is the general manager of the attraction, the House of Frankenstein, and I had the pleasure of chatting to him the other week. And here is that interview. Today I am joined by John Ducker from the Mary Shelley House of Frankenstein based in Bath. So, John, thank you ever so much for joining us today. Um, if you would like to say hello to the listeners and viewers and just let us know what this is all about, that'd be fantastic. Uh, hello everyone, uh, hello from, it's quite a rainy day here in Bath today. Um, Mary Shelley's House of Frankenstein, we opened on the 19th of July uh, 2021, so kind of in England at least, heat wave, some Covid restrictions dropped, um, uh, and so it was, a, it was an interesting, you know, it was a brave new world really for, for us. Um, the attraction tells the story of uh, Mary Shelley and how she conceived and wrote the novel Frankenstein, 95% of which she did here in the city of Bath. Um, the reason behind the house is that the city had not celebrated one of its, you know, premier residents, so to speak. You know, lots of talk about Jane Austen, uh, you know, the success that, that Bridgerton has, has kind of built on. Um, but really Mary and, and, you know, one of the most uh, influential novels of all time, Frankenstein, was kind of left to a little plaque. You know, there are a few people in the city that knew, but, um, our two, our two creative directors, the two, the two kind of brains really be behind uh, this project, um, really just went, let's do it. You know, why are we not celebrating in such a literary city, you know, and such a very tourist, beautiful, beautiful city if it's mm -hmm. been, um, that we're not celebrating this kind of, you know, mum was a feminist, you know, she had an amazing and, and truly remarkable life. Um, 
why are we not celebrating this, this woman and, and the work that she's created? So that's why we're here. Um, and uh, yeah, we are looking forward uh, to 2022. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned there that you've had, you know, opening in, in a, a quite challenging uh, environment, um, which I know I'm sure a lot of business owners probably sit there and scratch their heads and say, why, why would you do that? What's that all about? Um, but obviously you've seized the moment and made the most of what you've got there. How are things going currently? And off the back of that, what, from your point of view, and obviously we're talking customer customer experience and, and how you keep your customers happy, what, what are the key markers that you sort of go by in your organization to ensure that you've got happy, happy customers who are gonna tell lots of people how brilliant the experience is? Uh, well, I, laughter, tears, screams, <laughs> running, uh, lack of breath, uh the, the kind of you know i never knew that uh type experience mm -hmm. uh we, we've got a bit of everything for kind of hardcore mary shelley literary fans mm -hmm. um we've got something for kind of horror fans gothic fans uh and also the kind of just the you know the i'm in bath what is there to do mm -hmm. that looks quite exciting mm -hmm. um so so yeah we if if we don't hear screams then we we are kind of not doing our job right. There's a, there's a particular element of the house which um, which is the last per place, uh, last set of rooms of the house which are which are designed to excite, um, and uh, it it also sets up for any visitor who's purchasing a ticket or coming in to hear that scream. Mm -hmm. You can hear you, you can hear the cogs in their head going, "What have I let myself in for here?" So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if people don't want to do that, that part of the, the experience, they don't, they don't have to. So okay. again, again, for us, it, it is that, as I said, it's that, it's that, um, what you get with any kind of museum or, or kind of attractions such as that, that, that kind of spark, like, oh, I never knew that. Or, yeah. you know, one of the main questions that we have is why, why has Frankenstein, why he been bad? So mm -hmm. that's part of that engaging conversation for, you know, people who just happen to be visiting the city. And, yeah. and they've, they've heard about us, they've been recommended by us. Um, uh, yeah, so we, 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 like, we like that kind of knowing smile, that kind of, yeah, that, that kind of chuckle when a partner or, or somebody in the, the group has kind of, you know, heart, heart beating, yeah. sweat, and yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what we like. Oh, it's, it's fantastic to hear. And, and, and again, you know, many of our listeners probably, um, you know, the last thing they want is screaming customers. Um, but however, I, I think um, the, the link between that emotional um, or the emotional experience that any customer has with any business is critical. And, and you clearly have a really, really strong marker in terms of what it is you would like to be able to get the feedback on and what you hear and what you see and what people say. So I think it's a, you know, it's a really interesting one that actually does resonate with other businesses, but obviously at a, at a different level. Um, and, and people wanting to come back and enjoy the experience is one of the key things. Um, interestingly enough as well, we, we speak a lot to um, various businesses about how important it is for, for, for staff as well to actually be part of the experience and really enjoy what they do. How much is that of significance to you, uh, you know, at the house? And, uh, you know, what, what, what sort of what are the criteria on hiring your team for this sort of experience? Um, I mean, for for, ev for literally everybody who has a had a hand in creating the house, it, it was a, a kind of step into the unknown. Um, 
the, the two directors had never run a, a museum of attraction before. They, you know, very entrepreneurial, very creative. Um, so I personally, I, I was hired to uh, look at the kind of just the, the, the minutiae, the, the detail of running a visitor attraction. So, you know, the exciting things, health and safety risk assessments, you know, you know, fire, fire brigade visits, all, all those little things which yeah. are not not sexy as such, you know, they're, they, they're not necessarily creative, but they are just as important as, you know, for, for those who are watching can see behind me, you know, and the, the smells and the videos and the, the other interactions we have. So, so then my task then to recruit a team, I, I quickly picked up, and I think this is a kind of mantra that I've held throughout my career, mainly based in heritage, because I came from a very creative background, is, is personality. Mm -hmm. I, I can teach somebody how to use a till. You know, I, I can teach somebody how to restock a shop, to, you know, to a plan, etc. But I, what I can't teach them is how to smile, how, how, how to have a natural engagement with visitors, and also how to make people scream. I, can, I think there's, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a... Each of the team has a very distinct way that they... When, when we're uh, in the basement, as you were, on, on the rolls, how they go about approaching that kind of fear factor. So some it's a very loud type experience, very noisy, uh, and others, uh, like myself, uh, I'm quite a tall chap, uh, so I use stealth, and I, I like to, you know, I, I, I creep up very silently on people, so that then when they turn around, they see my chest, they, they can't see anything else, you know. So, so, so the guys we've hired, they are, they come from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. They come from, uh, some come, come from a very near neighbor, the Jane Austen Center. Mm -hmm. Some from a very theatrical background. We have some actors here. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them appeared in uh, the uh, BBC program, Chloe, um, uh, which you, you may be uh, watching. Um, some came from other tourist attractions. So I, when I was building the team, I wanted a, a really nice blend of experiences, but and and skills but that was really down it was that first impression how did they present themselves in the cv and the letter how did they present when i called them an interview with them remember it was in covid so we kind of masks um and things like that so it, i remember the person who i interviewed with um commercial operations director vicky we kind of that first 10 seconds that first 15 seconds whatever it was it's like yes that that's the person we want here mm -hmm. whether they've worked operated a till whether they worked for the national trust english or what, what have you wasn't as important it was that personality yeah okay fantastic yeah absolutely i think you know it's one of the key things across every business really is that you know there's that skill and motivation sort of balance piece you know if they've got some skill great but we can upskill people really rapidly and motivationally have they got energy? Have they got spark? And particularly in that environment to be able to do that. But across anything, even if you're not customer facing, I think, you know, um, you know, within back back office administration roles, you still got to get on with other people as well. So, you know, it really is quite a big marker there. But clearly, from your point of view, you know, that's that's one of the key things. So so you 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 you're getting involved yourself. That's fantastic to hear. You're you're out there scaring people as well. What a job. I'm I'm quite have you got any vacancies? I think this it sounds it sounds like a great laugh. I think I'll be definitely up for that. That sounds like, like a good one. Um so just moving on on swiftly, because I know time sort of goes past so quickly with these interviews, but it's it's really interesting. 
So in terms of um, the, clearly the, the face to face piece is really important for you as a, as a, as a business, because that's you know, creating that memory, the emotional connection, et cetera, et cetera. But sort of beyond that, you mentioned health and safety, you know, that's part of a process. And we talk customer experience and customer experiences from end to end. You know, even when somebody's mentioning the house all the way through to I've been and it's, you know, a year later, that's the whole experience. What are the other key areas of that journey, if you like, for you at the moment? Obviously, it's an evolving situation for you, new business. But what are the key things you're finding there from that other aspect of customer experience? I think I think with everybody in the you know in a global world that we live in, we you know we we know you know we, we know from research and from 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 when people buy tickets online what where they're coming from, but mm -hmm. we you know there are there is there's there's kind of reach beyond that. So yeah. we are you know our website is the you know for for many people is a key portal. So it's just ensuring for us that that's you know up to date, it's accurate, it it, it fully portrays what we are. And we're always learning because we 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 just have Valentine's. Day. yesterday we had a kind of valentine's weekend mm -hmm. event uh comedy horror which <laughs> was just great um but it was it was it was how we it was the language that we used to, to mm -hmm. sell that product via our the key portal which is website uh, and of course social media so it's 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 constantly learning about you know how we're giving people too much information too mm -hmm. little information where where's that good balance because with a house like this we we don't want to be giving the game away you know, when people ask us, oh, what's in the basement? I don't want to tell you because because that would, that would spoil it. You know? So we, we do have a video, a kind of introductory video on our website, which kind of gives a flavor of mm -hmm. it. Um, but that's it's quite staged, you know, um, uh, as, it, as it has to be. But um, for us, it's, it's, it's continually improving that. It's also things like Google reviews, TripAdvisor reviews, being on top of them, you know, looking like an organization that's listening that really values that feedback. I mean, the feedback we've had has been has been immense mm -hmm. um, about the house, and in particular our team. And for us, you know, that continuation of a visitor has, has fed back this, it's great. That needs to get through to the team who are delivering that experience so that they can repeat that experience. And it feels natural great. when people come here, uh, the face-to-face -face interaction feels natural, but also then the, the, the comms, the newsletters, our website, it feels very relaxed and not a, not a corporate mm -hmm. type um, language that we might use because you know, we've got body parts around the house. You know, when, when, you know, we've, got, we've got people scaring you in the basement. You can, you can buy a, you know, a Toblerone with the word monster on it. You, know, you can buy a Frankenberg. So, so it's, it's things like that. And one thing that we're looking to do uh, is develop because a web uh, retail portal, which we don't have at the minute, because we know the reach of the house is is twenty four seven. It's, it's, yeah. it's global, um, so that's that's what we're looking to do. And again, creating new assets and um, things to keep people interested. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and which we think has worked quite successfully. Um, mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. hope that that will, you know, as the, as the kind of world recovers and and you know we come out of travel hibernation almost to some extent. Yeah. Um, we hope that will continue to percolate. Yeah. Um, people will decide when they're looking to, to book a, a visit or a holiday to Bath that we'll be there. You know, we'll, we'll be in that top five of, of must-see things to do. That's, that's our ambition. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Yeah, I think that that whole journey is the key thing. You know, it is it is a journey that your customers are going through, even if they drop in and drop out at various points, you know, what is it? So any business has got to really understand how people are interacting at those various points. And obviously the face-to-face -face piece, critical part, but yeah, all the additional parts that they can then connect together into one big experience that says, actually, yeah, this was fantastic. Love doing this. And we can tell people about it as well. Now it sounds like, you know, you've got your eyes on the prize in terms of all of that sort of thing. And, and I, I think over the pandemic, people's expectations in terms of what's available to them in terms of additional information and interaction has, has gone, you know, the levels are, are rising all the time because of the time they've spent online, the time that they've spent being able to look at other businesses. And when people say, oh, but that's not the same as us, it doesn't matter anymore because people are experiencing everything and then they are referring across, even if you're using Amazon and then looking at, you know, say a solicitor, people are saying, well, actually, Amazon did it really quickly. Why aren't solicitors doing it really quickly? It's a, it's a strange one, but it's true. It's very true. And they've just come out of the Mary Shelley house of Frankenstein and then they've gone and got their will. I'm not sure what, what the connection is there, but, uh, you know, <laughs> they might need, be <laughs> need it beforehand from a year. <laughs> Brilliant. So as we come to the end of our little chat here, Top tips for our listeners then in terms of what you know, what you've learned from starting up uh, the, the, the house here. What, what are the key things you would say in terms of keeping your customers happy? Uh, for, for us, just try it. You know, yeah. just try it. If you, if you, you know, you generally, if you come up with, you know, you have an idea, you have a thought about something, something for me kind of strikes you here, you know, in, in your, your heart, in your gut, as it were. And, you know, the, the world ha has and still is, you know, experiencing unprecedented times. People are looking for escapism, mm -hmm. but they're also looking for, you know, that kind of tradition, you know, mm -hmm. ah, glad and glad that's still there. You know, they're looking to expand their horizons. They've done it online. They're, they're looking to meet face to face, get out, do things. Um, you know, they're, they're, why should I go there? Why should I go back to that city? What, what will get me there what is that experience so <clears throat> at the house and and in in my kind of previous uh, roles it's been okay like, great idea how how do we put that into action what are the you know what the pros what the cons what what do we stand to to gain by this what what do we need to consider if things don't go right but you know there there are countless ideas you know shoved in cupboards that are never never materialized and yeah. i think we, we've kind of had that, you know, that window since opening to go, okay, let's just try something. Let's, let's see how it works. Like that the Valentine's, you know, Valentine's conjures in our head, you know, red roses and meals and, and love cards and things like that. Well, we turn it on the head. We, we scared people. <laughs> you know, we put some, some miserable characters in front of them. And people loved it. It was, it was great. And I think that, that word of mouth for us in particular, you know, we're a small team, we're a small business, you know, mm -hmm. we don't have the, the global reach yet of some of our near neighbours. We're hoping to get there. And we will achieve that through word of mouth, through those interactions online um, and and just trying things, you know, trying things that are a bit different, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Halloween for us is a, is a big thing. Yeah. But, what what did what did we learn from that? What can we use throughout the year that people mm -hmm. may be looking for something a little bit different? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's how that's kind of our motto. Just just try it. 
give it a go absolutely yeah. yeah why yeah absolutely yeah and you can ask the questions and you can gather the insight as you go along to see whether it's it's landing whether it's working and adjustments etc yeah it makes a big difference so and um, finally um what what's on the horizon what's happening this year then 2022 sounds like it's going to be an exciting one what uh, what sort of things can you let the listeners know that they they can get involved in or well um, uh, so it's kind of top secret things that are here yeah. and there are there's some other things so Obviously, we are uh, we're, we're open. We're open yep. uh, uh, currently seven days a week. We're looking forward to a good uh, half term this week and, and next week. Obviously, um, when we're not, we're in that kind of teen, taking twelve and over market. So we okay. think we have quite a, quite a, a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for a, a kind of segment which is not necessarily that well catered for sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so we are we have we have a, a few partnerships. For the city, which um, are maybe how do I describe it? Maybe a bit more mobile than the house. Okay. Uh, which are taking the brand, uh, working with, with with really great partners who have an established uh, attraction mm -hmm. business themselves within the city. Uh, so taking the the house out uh, out to the city. Uh, we 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 have a we have an ambition to to take over Halloween, as I mentioned. Um, so we'll have our after dark. Mark II, version two event this year, um, and possibly a monster ball, you know, a kind of Halloween extravaganza in, in the city, yeah. uh, which, uh, which we're all looking forward to getting our best best dress on uh, and, and bits and bobs of that. Yeah. Obviously we're looking forward to Christmas as well. Bath Christmas Market is, is kind of back in its uh, pre-COVID state again this year. So we'll be part of that as well. Again, you know, amazing little Christmas gifts or, you know, something interesting to do at Christmas. Um, you know, kind of mad or bad Santa type thing might, might, yeah. might, be, might be there for, for an adult audience. Um, and really just building on our learning from last year. You know, June, July, well, sorry, July and August were, were bumper times for us. So we are, we are increasing opening hours. We're increasing access to, to the escape room. Mm -hmm. And we'll do some other little bits and bobs uh, along the way to hopefully get the message out there, get more people into our attraction, and of course, help the economy of Bath uh, recover from COVID. Yeah. So there we go. That was John from uh, Mary Shelley's House of Frankenstein. Um, an amazing sounding attraction. One of those places where you think, oh, I'd love to go, but actually, do I really want to go? Do I want to go into the basement? I, I really don't think I want to go into that basement, to be perfectly honest. But um, yeah, what a story um, to start something up like that during a lockdown, during a pandemic and thinking, well, actually, it's not always going to be like this. We've got an opportunity uh, business opportunity and we can still make it work so I thought I was absolutely you know very brave position or stance to take during that time but of course one which needed them to be even more uh, even closer to their potential customers and to really understand what their customers are going to want and I think it was that during the pandemic it's that idea of you know we want to be able to go and have an experience that is away from real life away from everything that's not particularly grand uh, whilst having an education experience and really, um, you know, from uh, one of our amazing authors, uh, Mary Shelley, uh, and understanding what's going on in a great city like, like Bath. What did you, what did you think about um, John's uh, points there on, on that interview? Uh, well, Brian? Uh, well, 
apart from being completely terrified in the basement, um, uh, it is now it is now on my to do list when I next go to Bath. Um, what I the, the overriding thing that struck me, Rich, um, about um, there was a couple of things. The first thing was John's enthusiasm for uh, he for his product, for his craft, for what mm -hmm. he was delivering for his for his clients. It was really clear that you know you know it, it, it didn't really matter if there was a pandemic or normal times or you know whatever whatever the, the the dynamic situation is and i think you know my reflection just just briefly before i go on is you know businesses in the last two years and ongoing now with everything else that's going on in the world you know this this kind of there is i don't think there is a normal anymore um businesses have to be able to be and we've said this a lot i know but businesses have to be dynamic and, and kind of roll with the Role with what their their clients and customers want, and it's clear John really got that, um, and really took his time to think about every aspect of the experience that he was delivering for his visitors. And I thought that was really, really, uh, really, really well done in terms of you know his his thought process. I mean, again, we talk a lot, don't we, on these calls, um, on the on, on these calls and particular podcast about. You know, know your journey measure your customer experience measure mm -hmm. your journey from end to end you know it was really clear that he'd <clears throat> done that and he'd spent the time looking at the different aspects the other thing i thought was interesting was his point around um being relevant and relevant to today's audience i thought that was really good um in terms of you know mary shelley wrote this however many hundreds of years ago um but but you know trying to make it relevant for the for the current uh, generation i thought mm -hmm. was was again a a nod to understanding his customers really well. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting because some people listening to us today may be going, "Well, what's that got to do with me?" Uh, you know, I run a I run an accountancy firm, or uh, you know, a B two B organisation. You know, what's that? You know, it's all very well, and you always talk about these hospitality and attractions and all these things, but how does that relate? Well, you know, you've just mentioned something there enthusiasm for your product it doesn't matter what it is and it is absolutely paramount that that goes across the whole of your team that they understand that you have this passion this desire to get this product to people because it is providing a solution or providing something for them your team have to have that that that, um, that enthusiasm and an example of which i went to a coffee shop um down in bournemouth the other day actually um lovely coffee um, but unfortunately, the, the, the chap behind the till clearly didn't quite get it. Um, it was a flat, monotone, yeah, what can I get you? But, and just that, that interaction didn't what, you know, put you know, lots of joy into my life. I didn't want him to go and tap dance. I didn't want him to do a Frankenstein impression and make me scream, strangely enough. But what I did want was some enthusiasm. It's something that related to that product. So those people listening, this is not about... Frankenstein purely this is about having a passion for that product and measurement and the screams you know being that measure for John and the team yeah how many you'd tick them off brilliant I love it you could collect them like uh, Monsters Inc couldn't you you know put them into tanks of scream brilliant what a great marker what a great measure it's a really obvious one but how else are you measuring that 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 journey so we've got a new one that we should maybe put on our instant insight system a scream a thon up scream a <laughs> or something um but, but this list it just you're right you're absolutely right uh, as always of course uh, but wow. the, other, the, other, the other thing i wanted to say was um when when a business leader has has the passion and enthusiasm for
for the, the service they're providing uh, and, and can absolutely visualize what their customers want. You know, what he has proved in the most difficult times is you can set up a, bit, a successful business at any point. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the crucial ingredient to him being successful at the risk of repeating myself is he understood his customers. He understood what they want, wanted, how they wanted it. Yeah. You know, he's really thought through the experiential element of the experience. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I was, I was training, um, I was doing some training the other day for some architects that we work with. And we were talking about PKN theory. We were talking about, you know, when you engage with a client, you know, how do you remember? How do you bring it into the conversation to leave them on that really positive high point when you when when the conversation finishes? And it's so important because if you if you can leave a client or a customer, you know, at peak end, um, you know, in the peak of that conversation, it leaves a really strong positive memory for them about the interaction and that was that came through time and time again and everything that i was saying so you know great business i'd encourage anybody i'm going i encourage anybody that's in bath (laughs) get down scream as loud as you like because they know you know that the uh the guys love it down there well done john ducker and his team at mary shelley's house of frankenstein i think that's us for uh another month rich isn't it it is absolutely and a nice you know a nice little one to uh to go on and next month we will be discussing more about all of those important things to think about for great customer experiences. So end to end, what are the things you're doing and how can you make a difference? And we will be returning in, where are we now? It'd be April, blimey, flipping it. Where's, wow. where's, that, where's that all going? Um, where we will going? see you all and uh, speak to you all again. Then don't forget to like, comment and share this particular podcast and uh, YouTube video. And uh, I've been Richard Knight. Uh, and just before I go, I've been Ryan Huxtable. The other thing we'd like to do is link in with us. Um, follow us on LinkedIn. Listen to all our uh, droll, droll. We, we do do a little bit of the old um, uh, warbling on LinkedIn too. So um, on our posts and things. So uh, yeah, follow us on LinkedIn. But yeah, like, share and comment. I've been Ryan Huxtable. Have a great month. We'll see you next month.